0: You are now listening to The Lance Curve Show, the boldest spot on internet radio. Well, um, I don't necessarily want to pit myself uh, and those who are my colleagues and comrades in the movements against uh, these brothers and sisters who have uh, rose up because of social media platforms who, uh, on one hand, um, may have good intentions, uh, but on the other hand, uh, don't have the or, or nor have they put in the necessary work in the black liberation struggle uh... to be garnering the uh, type of attention uh... that they are uh, uh... garnering so uh... having said that uh... we uh, can tell uh, by the validity of a person uh... or any of these uh... kind of movements uh... the work that they've done in the street and if we look at um, uh, and, and at the same time, I like to bring attention to the numerous uh, number of victims of the counterintelligence program of the late 1960s, early 70s, and particularly the focus on the Black Liberation Army, who were true revolutionaries who truly put in the work, work not only around uh, the activity on behalf of the Black Liberation struggle but also in the development of Black Liberation theory and political thought uh, who lay lavishing in uh, the prisons of America again uh, as victims of uh, the counterintelligence program launched by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, people like Jaleel Abdul-Muda King, uh, Mumia Abu-Jamal, um, Jamil El-Amin uh, Chief Malik uh, We can talk about him We can talk about Asada Shakur And the fact that uh, she's been uh, chased offshore uh, Matulu Shakur In jail Dero Ben-Wahad Who spent 19 years As part of the Panther 21 set up uh, In prison uh, Years that he could never get back uh, Sakua Dungay uh, Sundiata Kohli uh, Still in prison uh, So Uh, These are our soldiers. Uh, Omari uh, Obadele, who co-founded the Republic of New Africa uh, back in uh, the 1970s, uh, who were calling for a provisional government. Uh, The the call for us, uh, who are members of the Black Liberation Struggle, uh, to free these prisoners that we cannot forget about them. Geronimo Pratt who uh, spent 27 years of his life on trumped up charges. Uh, we know they were trumped up because the uh, the FBI had him under surveillance uh, in California and then lied about uh, uh, his activities uh, that eventually sent him to prison 27 years of which he could not get back. So uh, th- these are the issues. Uh, th- those are our soldiers. And if there is a movement uh, that has uh, arisen on uh, social media that has scaled the black community called HOTEP or this black consciousness movement, uh, uh, wh- wh- where is the activity as it relates to um, um, freeing, uh, these political prisoners. Uh, and please don't tell me that, uh, you're going to take to those same social media platforms and put up a petition. Please don't tell me that you're going <laughs> to take to these same social media, uh, platforms that created, uh, you guys, as it relates to, uh, this virtual movement and, uh, yell, shout, uh, quote unquote, bring attention to and, uh, force, uh, the, uh, white power establishment, uh, to free our soldiers number one that ain't happening. Number two, uh, it seems to me that if you study revolutionary activity uh, from a historical perspective, you will see that true revolutionary activity and movements took place as it relates to freeing uh, prisoners. They would capture uh, prisoners from their enemy and uh, trade off uh, prisoners to free, let's say, Mujamil, to free um, uh, 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 Chief Malik. Uh, To free Sandiata Coley. Uh, and the way that happens, the same uh, um, uh, Pan Africanist rhetoric uh, that uh, they use in terms of uh, "quote unquote" you know black liberation "quote unquote," uh, white uh, we fight against white supremacy "quote unquote." Uh, we are Pan Africanists, which you are not because you don't understand Pan African theory, nor uh, have you uh, put the work in from a uh, international perspective to develop uh, Pan African relationships. I say that to say, uh, if we look at uh, Malcolm X, uh, uh, his uh, launching of uh, a a Pan-African attack on the global white establishment uh, led to, many would argue, his assassination. Uh, Malcolm uh, not only uh, was talking about... uh, uh, less than, I don't know, uh, 15 years after the third Pan-African Conference uh, that, uh, of course, uh, um, housed uh, uh, thinkers such as Dr. Du Bois, uh, Padmore, and others uh, who put pressure on uh, the global white establishment uh, that led to uh, what we saw in 1960, which was the year Africa Two thirds of the African continent had emerged out of colonialism. Why? Uh, Because of what took place there. Uh, And you might ask the question uh, why wasn't uh, you know, uh, Pan-Africanism fostered uh, the, uh, on the African continent. It emerges in the Western Hemisphere for the very same reason that we're talking about. In 1884 and through 1887, uh, the European uh, countries uh, got together in Berlin and carved up the world. Uh, in that part of uh, their uh, colonialist activity, uh, Africa uh, was absorbed in that, and the entire Muslim world. So, Uh, Africa under the type of pressure uh, that it was under, um, uh, their hands were tied. Uh, So the Pan-African movement uh, that Malcolm began to uh, embark on called for a revisit of what happened in Bandung uh, some years later, where you had not only uh, the uh, uh, African nations, but uh, also uh, the brown nations in concert in a non-aligned movement. And we were looking at that time to revisit that. Uh, I say that a true uh, uh, revolutionary uh, uh, movement as we move forward uh, has to take a look at developing uh, what happened at Bandung in uh, 1961 uh, to um, uh, rebuild uh, the idea of a non-aligned movement uh, as we transition away from uh, American uh, empireship. Uh, which they're fighting their own uh, internal battles um, The cost of uh, And the, uh, the crisis In, in global uh, capitalism uh, Is threatening them The crisis in imperial overreach Which Paul Kennedy talked about uh, Where uh, uh, the expansion Of uh, the military industrial complex uh, Has In the past brought other Empires, uh, the Ottoman Empire as an example uh, The British Empire as another Example to their knees And America has entered uh, into that empireship uh, where they are now part of that crisis. So uh, having said that, uh, the planning and the revolutionary planning uh, amongst uh, thinkers, uh, not only in theory but also in practice, the uh, developing of uh, revolutionary relationships as it relates to the African continent uh, and uh, other parts of uh, the quote-unquote third world, uh, these are the activities that true revolutionaries are doing. Not making YouTube videos sounding like you, you know, trying to get some likes or uh, make sure you subscribe to me uh, 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 when uh, you're finished uh, watching this video if you liked it. If not, uh, hopefully we thank for you for sharing. Get the fuck out of here. So having said that uh, to brothers and sisters who are part of this uh, virtual movement, our revolution would not be fought over TV cameras it would not be fought over YouTube, another white platform. It would not be fought over Facebook. The work is being done uh, on the ground. You're not part of it. Uh, you, uh, I would be impressed that if any, and I haven't seen one to, the, to this point, uh, who is able to scale uh, their um, uh, quote-unquote militant talk, uh, away from Facebook, away from any other social media platform, into the masses and the grassroots. I haven't said that. I'm done. I was done with y'all a long time ago, and I'm done right here. Peace. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at Landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube under Lance Curve.